I know what I'm about to say is foolish and I should be happy. Not only happy, I should be, I should be elated at what I'm about to share, but I gotta be honest with you. I'm a tiny bit disappointed. Okay. For two consecutive months, we have been on the podcast magazine hot 50 list at number two. Yes. For, for March and April. I got a preview of May's list yesterday. I think it comes out today or number four. Ooh, that hurts you, doesn't it? It does, even though I know, and I didn't even look, I, I will tell you that I know that number one and number two are both crime shows. Yeah, it's hard to beat out crime shows. And then number three is, I think, something in the same vein. We should find out who number three is, and we should go on their show, and they should go on ours, and we should, like, be friends. Yeah. And then we should try to push out the crime shows. Okay. <laughs> we should make a a posse of people to push out the crime shows. But- uh, Which is I, funny, because that's, I love crime shows. I know. And I'm fine with, uh, to be honest with you, number four is great. It's awesome. But I was just like, hmm. Now we're number four, which is so funny because we're number four. Yeah. Like awesome. No, right. Yeah. It is awesome though. I know. That's what I'm saying. There's 1 million podcasts one in the world yeah. and, and we have been ranked number four on this hot 50 list and I'm disappointed. Call me an idiot. You're an idiot. All right. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful for the little grill gadget that I got last year, I think on my birthday, that hooks up to your phone so you can see what the temperature is of what you're cooking on the grill from wherever you are. Uh, my parents gave that to you, right? Yeah. It's, it's a little like Weber brand Bluetooth thing, thermometer yeah. thing. And it's awesome. I got a chicken on the grill right now. I got the, the little stick jabbed into it and I can look down and see what the temperature of the chicken is. From your phone. From my phone. Without having to go anywhere. You don't have to check anything. Well, the best part about it is I haven't opened the grill. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know how to operate grills, so. Yeah. I wouldn't have known that, but yeah, that's a really good point. So then you don't let the heat out of the grill, especially with the big green egg. Exactly. Because big green eggs thrive. The whole point of a big green egg is, is to keep it sealed. Right. Yep. Cool. My name is Callie Dollar and Technically I- Technically hot. Yeah. <laughs> that was really stupid. <laughs> My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for snuggling dogs. No, she's talking about you, Lily. I was mentioned on one of the shows this week that I had an experience- well, the mile in PE when I was in elementary school scarred me for life because our PE teacher would make everybody run it. And then when you're done, you had to sit on the bleachers and watch all the other people finish it. So there were some kids at my school that had like a four something minute mile. I was in the 10, you know, to 12 minute mile. And then I was just always a slow kid and that got me picked last for stuff. It was just really horrible. So I asked what happened to you when you were a kid that still haunts you as an adult. One thing that has scarred me was I have, or I still have, but I don't wear it like this, um, really 
curly hair. And when I was little, I remember specifically in middle school, people would like break up their pencils and throw it at my head. And they would stick in my hair for certain amounts of time and nobody would ever tell me. And I would be so frustrated and embarrassed because my hair was so big. Fast forward to now as an adult, for the last like 10 years, I have been getting those keratin treatments to relax my hair. And I wear it almost pretty much completely straight with a little bit of a wave. I still have that anxiety in the back of my head. Oh my gosh, the curly hair thing. Yeah, that would be traumatizing. Having pencils stuck in your hair. And and to the point where now you're an adult and you go to great lengths to not curl your hair. Yeah, I am feeling um, like... I was reading through because Tiber posted this on the this question on the Facebook group too. And I feel like sad, but also solidarity because there's so much that happens to us when we're kids that sticks with us for so long. Um, Karen on the Facebook group said, I was the only girl asked to not be in the sixth grade choir along with five boys. We got extra outside recess. And then she said she didn't get to have the cranberry skirt and the vest with the pink shirt with the Peter Pan <laughs> collar like her friends. And she never sang in public again. And that was 50 years ago. Oh, She was the only girl in her class that didn't get asked to be in the choir. That's so sad, but maybe she is a bad singer. No, she said, I don't have rhythm and I'm a terrible sing, but I, singer, but I really wanted the outfit from Sears and it just traumatized me for it's, life. So it's the fact she knows that she's not the best singer, but the fact that everybody else was picked is right. what traumatizes her. Yeah. Got it. Understood. Um, so, uh, so Kathy said that she was preparing to leave elementary school for junior high. And she said that junior high students came to visit to the class to like, see, you know, uh -huh. like tell them, you know, here's what's up with junior high, middle school, whatever. And there was a Q and a session and she got nervous and her words didn't come out right. And everyone started laughing at her question and her favorite teacher. Um, she like looked at her favorite teacher to try to get help. And the teacher was even laughing. And she said that was almost 40 years ago. I remember every single detail and I never asked any more questions the rest of my school life. This, these are so sad. <laughs> Uh, Vanessa said, I forgot deodorant one day in fifth grade. And my teacher yelled at me in front of the class, told me my mom must not love me if she didn't make me wear it. What? And then this is a horrible teacher. And then walked around all day loudly telling other kids how good they smelled and how nice it was to not have to smell me on the other side of the room. And she said, I'm an adult. I have many deodorants all over the place, like small deodorants in my car. I keep them at work. I have them all over my house for getting deodorant is my nightmare. She's like you with chapstick. You got chapstick stashed everywhere you go. I do. She's the same way with like degree and a purse print. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Jenna from Norcross. I had a childhood memory that is still haunting me, still bothering me, still mad about it. I had a middle school dude named Michael. He made me eat a spider. He was a total bully. <gasps> oh. And the good news is I heard that he went to jail. So karma, <laughs> karma, karma. <laughs> Congratulations on the baby. Good luck. Bye. Oh, my kids are so mean. Oh. And you know what? Rest easy if he did go to jail because there are people in jail making him eat things a lot worse than spiders. Yeah, probably. Right. I'm sure. Anyways, thank you for the solidarity. I am so um, sad that we all carry this childhood like baggage. But, you know, it's a nice reminder to like, you know, if you're a parent to raise nice kids that don't it, make fun of others. Oh, my mother never allowed us to like 
make fun of. Like I would be in so much trouble if she knew I was picking on kids at school. And if you're a teacher, know that not only do you have the opportunity to influence a kid in a positive way, but you could also scar them for life. So, um, no pressure. Callie, has anyone asked you what you would be okay with? Uh, like what change that has happened during the, the quarantine that you would be okay with sticking around or something that has gone away that you'd be fine if it was gone forever? Um, no, no one has asked me that. I've been asked a few times. Am I, I've, I always have two answers. One, I like, um, I'm okay with no handshakes ever again. Mm-hmm. I, I would be fine if. Handshaking grosses me out. It if, always has. If we just do a fist bump, just a boop. Just a, just a little, a, a, just a bop, a little bap, doop. That's it. Don't need anything else. And also I like spacing out in the supermarket because I feel pressure when people are too close behind me. Yeah. I don't like that either. So I like the fact that you have to be six feet away. So I'm okay with that. Um, so I'm fine with those things, if those things go away, but during this period of time, I'm trying to phase something out. And I don't know. I'm conflicted about it. Okay. What are you trying to phase out? The phrase, how you holding up or even how are y'all doing? I'm conflicted because the intention is, Hey, are you doing okay? But the reality is it's just, nobody's going to answer that. Very few people are going to answer that totally honestly, yeah. you know? So it's just a formality of politeness for the sake of it's what we've always done. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate myself when I catch myself asking somebody that, like, how are you holding up? So what would you ask? Instead? I just want to eliminate it. Like we're all not doing well. You know what I mean? Like we're all. Yeah, but like I texted one of our friends that owns a restaurant chain yeah. uh, a couple of days ago. And I said, hey, how are you guys? How's it going? Like what What else should I have said? That's okay because you're asking them specifically. There's a lot of, um, in Georgia, this is the week that restaurants can start having people back in the dining room. And some restaurants are doing it and some aren't and some. So that's well, just a literal sentence. How are you holding up that you would be okay with? Not, but just asking just people, like if you're asking somebody in the restaurant business, the week that they're allowed to open their dining rooms, if they so choose, that's, that's a fair use of the question. But when somebody texts you and says, Hey, just thinking about you, I don't want to respond with, Hey, thanks for checking in. How you holding up? Like it just seems like vapid or something. Yeah. We're all holding up the same. We're in our houses. We're trying to figure out when we can, you know, you know what I would be okay with hug our friends again, two things. I would be totally okay with every restaurant ever that we know, including the fancy ones offering permanent takeout. Oh yeah. Like how awesome would it be if we could get Umi sushi at home on the reg? Callie is so annoyed because there is a sushi restaurant here in Atlanta that is like her favorite sushi. Oh my God. It's so good. They don't, uh, they're, but they're fancy. It's like a special occasion restaurant and they don't even do doggy bags. No, because, you can't even take the food out of the restaurant. Cause to them, the, the food is almost like an art. So you go that like when you, when you decide you're going to go there, you think about it in the days leading up to it. Well, 
like two weeks after she found out she's pregnant, they send out an email and say, Hey, because of the lockdown and everything, we're going to be offering takeout food. And she's like, I can't eat sushi. Oh my gosh. And it's so funny because I was trying to look for loopholes in the sushi rule. So Jeff and I spent hours researching and then we're like, no, not worth it. But oh man, I would be okay with that. I would also be okay with contactless delivery. Just leave it on the porch and go away. Yeah. Cause there's always like an awkward thing with like, do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like it's just awkward. And then like the dogs bark and then we have to hold off the dogs to go outside and the whole thing. Like I would be totally fine with anything that gets delivered. You can just leave it on the porch. I know it's coming. I got cameras. Good. I'm good I, with it. I would be okay with if you do get takeout. Um, have you gone to any place that does curbside yet? Where uh, you knew where you just pull up and they, I did it the other day. Um, we got cheeseburgers to go and. Oh yeah. We went to Ted's. Yeah. And when I placed the order, it says, what type of car do you drive? What color is it? I'm so like, nice. Nissan Pathfinder, black Nissan Pathfinder. And as soon as I pulled up, somebody came out and they're like, here's your cheeseburgers and fries. Put some ketchup in there. Have a nice day. And I'm like, what? So Neat. good. I think we should. Do you want to open this up for a call-in topic? Sure. I get, yeah, anything. All right. So what we, would you be totally okay with never coming back after the COVID or period? St- or staying. Over? Or staying. What would you love to see stay? 800-434-5454. Now, I have a very adorable, awesome story out of Tennessee that has absolutely nothing to do with coronavirus. Okay. First of all, congratulations on finding a story that has nothing to do with coronavirus. It's next to impossible because I spend hours a day scouring the news and my favorite websites and stuff like that for good stories. And it's next to impossible right now. Remember, remember way back when all of this started, I believe there is an episode of this show where we say, you know, we're all going to be dealing with coronavirus in our own special way. So on this show, we're, we're not, not going to talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah. And then, I mean, that was like on a Monday. And then three days later, I call it the COVID trifecta. Uh, one, um, I think it was uh, Trump came out and gave his very first speech. President Trump spoke about it. Then, like as he wrapped up his speech, the internet blew up that Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson had coronavirus. And by the time you were just absorbing that news, the NBA canceled their season, the rest of the season. And so by the time we got to Friday, we're like, okay, well, I guess that's all we're talking about ever again, because that's all we're all talking about. It was such a weird news night because Callie had gone to bed. I think President Trump spoke at probably what time did President like 8 p.m., 9 p.m., whatever. So you had already been in bed a couple of hours. And I'm like, so much has just happened in the past 30 minutes. Do I wake her up? And then what do I even say? Like, the president spoke, coronavirus is real, there's no more NBA games, and Tom Hanks is sick. Like, weird. Anywho. Uh, yeah. Anywho, I found a non-coronavirus story right. and remember like two months ago, like right before all of this happened, poor Tennessee got those horrible tornadoes. Yeah. Right through downtown. Was it through downtown? Yeah. It was, um, yeah. I don't think that's right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what downtown, I mean, it wasn't, 
It was in ten. It was in Nashville. Yeah, in Nashville. But like, um, I don't in the surrounding areas of Nashville. Yeah, but uh, I don't know what's considered Nashville downtown proper. So this family, the Johnson family, has a dog, an Australian Shepherd named Bella, and Bella helped alert the family that it was time for them to hide in their bathtub. And then the tornado ravaged their house, right? And they have not seen Bella since. Like they didn't see dead dog, but they saw no dog. And I can't imagine like having lost everything and also not knowing where our dogs were. Like I just can't. I that's I, yeah, I it's, just, especially the dog that saved your life. Like, did you say alerted them to, to get in the bathtub? Yeah. Like our dogs alert us to a tornado that we survive. Like Jeff is going to the grocery store the next day and yeah. like stocking up on like raw meat and like anything. They no, Jeff's taking Lily and Sadie to the store and saying, what do you want? Right. Pick it out. They will be putting them in the shopping cart. They get to go grocery shopping now. They'll be at the, in front of the meat section at like Publix picking out exactly what cut of steak they get for saving our <laughs> yes. life. If we can find them, but this poor dog, Bella, nowhere to be found. So nowhere to be found, but the family would come back. They like left some of their stuff around their house, like that had their scent on it, hoping that maybe she would like come home, but then not smell them because their stuff was gone. So they were like leaving stuff. And then another woman was trying to help, um, you know, help them find her. So they left out food and the food was gone. So the woman, another woman that was trying to help them put out cameras while Bella was the one eating the food and they wound up getting her home after like two months. So they spied her. So she was coming, she was staying in the area Yes. and they spied her coming back to get the food. So they set the trap for her, set a trap for her. Yes. Brilliant. Poor dog. She's seen so much. She must be so scared. Can you imagine Sadie in that kind of a situation? If I had genie wishes, um, one of them would be able to, I would want, um, any dog to, uh, that I encounter, I would like them to be able to speak English for 15 minutes. Oh my God. That would be, that would be the shortest 15 minutes of your life. Cause I would just like to ask them questions. Like I would like, if dog gets out, I want to know where you went. I would like to know what Lily is thinking about when she barks at the neighbors. Like, are we spot on? Does she just not like that woman? Yeah. Like what is her vibe? So that's kind of actually, that's a super prop story. Yeah. Cause Don't it saved think? a life. Yeah. Yep. And was smart enough to hang around. All right. Let's say thank you so much to our sponsors and our partners who are making the show possible this week. Appreciate them. There's one thing that is super consistent with big wireless providers, and that is the big bill that you open every month. And sometimes it's a different bill than the last month. Cause there's like these hidden fees and these random charges. And you're like, why am I paying more this month than I paid last month? Why is the month after that even crazier? It It's a whole thing, right? And it is such a hassle. They know you're going to pay, so you are being taken advantage of with all of those hidden fees and inflated prices. Well, enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because their whole business is online. They save on their retail locations and their overhead, and then they pass those savings directly on to you. Mint Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. And the best part is you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all of your existing contacts. To get a new wireless plan for 15 bucks a month and then get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com upside. That's Mint 
mobile.com slash upside. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E.com slash upside. I've gotten a few messages, people who've seen me on social media having my liquid IV every morning. It's not really an IV. It's just a stick of powder that you mix in 16 ounces of water, and it boosts your hydration. It gives you two to three times the hydration you would normally get uh, because of this thing called CT. Cellular Transport Technology. It's the optimal ratio of glucose, sodium, and potassium, which is going to deliver the hydration, the water, and the nutrients right into your bloodstream. It's the perfect balance to help you hydrate more quickly and effectively than water alone. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water is going to give you as much hydration as two to three bottles of plain water. Plus, you get that vitamin C boost and four B vitamins. Use the promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. You'll get 25% off anything you order. That's UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. You can also find Liquid IV at Target, Whole Foods, and Costco. Life has slowed down quite a bit for all of us lately, but what hasn't slowed down is maybe our big plans. Maybe you were going to buy a car. Maybe you were looking to buy an engagement ring and you were going to take out a loan, but now you don't know where to turn. Well, Lightstream can help you out if you're someone with good credit. They believe that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience, and that's exactly what they deliver. There are absolutely no fees. The application is super quick and easy. It's 100% online, and you can even get your money as soon as the day that you apply. How great is that? Apply today to get a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way you're going to get this discount is if you go to lightstream.com slash upside. Again, that's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash upside. L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash upside. Subject to credit approval, rate includes a 0.5% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information. Very nervous. If I'm being totally honest, very nervous. Well, the pressure is set. The pressure is high, I mean, because... Last time was like way too easy and Wendy got it. Wendy got it and then she said- Not that it was way too easy, but Wendy's been doing this for a long time. It doesn't matter that if you've been doing it a long time or a little time, like there's, it was way too easy if you got it on the first try. All right. So you have stepped up your game, you hope. (laughs) Yeah, I hope. So uh, let's call our contestant. And this is the first guess for round two. Uh, we'll play this the noise. If this person gets it, I'm going to make fun of you forever, and you're fired at making the noises. I'll leave the state and the country. <laughs> I'll just leave. I will play it when we get uh, her on the phone. But uh, this is this is the sound that we're trying to name. The noise that we're trying to name. Any more thoughts, Callie? Do you have any guesses? I actually do not. Okay. Uh, our contestant today is Lisa. Hello? Lisa, it's Callie and Jeff. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I just How want I just want you to know that we are no longer friends if you get this right. <laughs> He's lying. We're friends, Uh-oh. but he'll just be very embarrassed. 
Well, I just want you to know we have a lot of guesses in this household. So, you know, we got to pull down to one. Okay. <laughs> now, how many guesses do you have in your house? Like, how many did you go from to narrow it down to one? How many, Shane? About five. <laughs> About five. <laughs> how upset are you going to be if one of the four that you don't give ends up being the winner? Oh, we've already discussed that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who made the final decision on what guest you were going to make? Uh, me. Okay. <laughs> all right. The pressure's on. We'll play the sound for you one more time, and then it's all you, Lisa, to name that noise, okay? All right. Here we go. All right, Lisa, name that noise. Drum roll. <laughs> I think it's a vintage Cool toy from Fisher Price, like a tip top turtle, tiptoe turtle. I don't uh, know what it is. So, <laughs> Jeff, I I appreciate how specific your <laughs> guess was. Uh, that is exactly what we are the type of guess that we are looking for. You probably were even way super specific, uh, but it doesn't matter because you are wrong. Wow, my husband said. Don't guess too specific. Be a little more vague. <laughs> um, I I can tell you that a little more vague wouldn't have helped much on that one. Okay. Uh, okay. So this well, is the first guess. So it is not a, what do we say? It's not a vintage Fisher Price toy. So that is our gotcha. starting point. And let's keep playing. All right, Lisa. Thank you. Thanks, Lisa. And you can thank keep. You. Hey, you, how's the come quiet? Oh my gosh. Seriously. What is that? No, I'm serious. No one can tell me what it is. Is it an orange? We should have made, uh, we should a little bit of citrus. Mm -hmm. yeah. A citrus. We should have made like a salad that involved kumquat. I should have put that on the grocery list and you should have had to try to find it at the store. Right. And I would have loved for you to have to ask someone that works at the store. Excuse me. Where could I find the kumquats? <laughs> <laughs> They'd probably be like, um, I think, I think every time you get a new thing that it's um, measured to, you should have that in your meal or something weird. Oh my gosh, that is great. We yes. totally should do that. Because sometimes I feel like you have to be creative, right? Because they get kind of weird. Right. Well, I mean, obviously. <laughs> what was the one at half, a pecan half? Yeah, the one before that was a pecan half. The one before that was like a raspberry. But I feel like, you know, if this is going to go on for seven more months, they got to come up with some pretty weird stuff. They should, they should make it really weird. <laughs> uh, Lisa, thank you for playing along. Thank you for the well wishes. And just so you know, you can enter again um, in, and uh, you can put your phone number in again. And then if the computer picks you, your husband can take a shot or you can make the guess for him. It doesn't matter, but you can submit yourself for every round. Okay, great. I think my kids are going to do it too. All right. Good Yay. luck. Thanks, Lisa. Thank you. Now I'm excited because I was a little anxious. I'm not going to lie. Like I was feeling like, you know, like before you attend a surprise party and it's not yours. So like, you know, no one's jumping out at you, but you're like really nervous. Right. That's how I felt. Before okay. I called Lisa. Oh, and because you were afraid that she was going to get it right and then we'd be humiliated. Yeah. Okay. Also, I will say like, I haven't realized, I know that I made fun of our voicemail. And then I made fun of radio, but there is something to getting to talk to people that listen to the show on the phone. Like, that's so nice. Like, now we know Wendy a little better. Yeah. I mean, you knew Wendy from yeah, radio. She, yep. 
Um, like you got to meet her before. Now we're friends with Lisa. We're friends with Lisa. I feel like this is like a nice way to like, you know, have some human interaction. We're better friends with Lisa because she got it wrong. Like Wendy's going to have to earn (laughs) her way back. Did you see Wendy posted on the Facebook group and was like, Jeff Dollar, I'm so sorry. She's such a good sport. Yep. Uh, yeah, but if you, uh, if you want to play, we would love to be friends with you. Text the word noise to 800-434-5454. Um, and I think you can guess something that somebody's already guessed, but then everyone will hate you. So pay attention. Make sure you're listening every time that, uh, somebody calls to give their guess. Here are my three random things for today. If you want to keep your marriage strong, laugh at your wife. According to Best Life Online, one of the best things that a guy can do for his significant other is laugh at her attempts at humor. Lots of husbands over time forget that and actually end up making fun of their wife for trying to be funny when she's not. Well, guess what? Your boss isn't funny either, but you laugh at him or her. Do you think I'm funny? Sometimes. Uh, I don't make you laugh? You do sometimes. The thing is when you're funny, because you're not always funny, but when you are funny, it's really funny. Does that make sense? Like I'll laugh about it for three days. Really? Yeah. Like what? Can't think of anything right now. But like when you say, because you're normally not like, the super funny person that when you do say something super funny, like it'll pop back into my head for like three days and I go, ah, she said that (laughs) it's funny. Um, but anyways, uh, it's important for you to demonstrate that you still find your significant other funny, even if you don't. I think that would be chefs. The biggest insult to Jeff dollar ever is when someone doesn't find him funny. No, that's not. If I didn't laugh at you, you would feel, I think, I think if the choice were. I know what you're referring to, but you're twisting my words. Cause I I would not. But I think in our relationship, if the choices were that I would like never hold your hand or hug you again, or I would never laugh at you again, you would choose to never hug me again. Like you would so much rather me laugh at you and find you funny. That might be true. Like, cause that's how you feel like. I think you feel loved when I laugh at you, when I think you're funny. Yes. My love language is giggle. It is. Uh, number two. And sometimes he'll re-say what he thought was funny if I don't laugh. Yeah. And then he's like waiting with eyes wide open. And, going, then, I'll, and then I'll argue with her. I'll say, how can you not find that funny? That was so witty. Then I'll try to explain the wordplay or expand on the context. And Callie's like, yeah, no, humor subjective. And I, that did not make me laugh. So, uh, the New York times is reporting that, uh, Google searches for what day is it have spiked significantly on That's search awesome. engines. People are waking up, getting to work and realizing they have no idea what day it is. So they're Googling it and Newsweek magazine says that only 15% of people respect the blank items or less sign in the grocery store. Do you respect it? Every time. What, do Even you think if I respect it? Yes. Because I'm a rule follower. But it's so rude not to. Here's my question about that. If you're going through the line, right? Yeah. Let's say it's 12 items or less. And you have, let's say you have 
11 different items, including a dozen eggs, right? So you've got 10 items, but you've got four identical dozens of eggs. No, go to the other line. But they can bring it up as one item. They just hit four and they scan Doesn't it. Doesn't matter. Go, and it, nope. Because then they also have to bag it. You're adding extra time. Go to the other line. What if you're buying 20 of the same thing? That's not 10 items or less. So they just go 20, they scan one Kit Kat, and boom, put all the Kit Kats in the bag. No, you're putting 12 things into a bag. It takes more time. 10 is 10, 12 is 12. Learn how to count, get in the right line. Yeah, even if I'm, if oh, I, I hate it. If I eyeball it and I'm even close, I never want to be that person who gets Same. stared at from behind me. So I'm like, I'll just go. I'll have right nine here. items in a 10 item or less and be like, oh, people are going to think I have too many. <laughs> right. The guy next to me only has like a one gallon of milk. Not right. doing it. We've been doing this every week and I kind of like it. So I say we keep going. Scale of one to 10 on a check-in. Jeff Dollar, how are you? Right now, I'm going to go with a nine. I'm feeling good. Wow. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Um, it was a productive week. I, I got stuff crossed off my to-do list. The basement's looking good. The brick patio is power washed. The table. Um, so we can sit outside and you can watch me have a drink and we can have a sandwich or whatever. <laughs> the table is out there. I'm excited about that. However... I was the beginning of the week was really crappy. Like the weekend and Monday, I just had tons of anxiety and stuff. We talked about it a little bit on the on the show. So I was like a three then. So my average for the week is probably a five or six. But right now I'm flying high. Me too. So is it how do we do when when we ask the question? Or when, I think it's how are you right now? Because I think there's okay. lots of ups and downs every week. And I think to, if you take a week average of your week, I think most people are going to be at a consistent five because every week, at least for me, is a roller coaster. It's like one of those things that measure the earthquakes. Do, yeah, do, do, I want to know do, how you're ending your week. Like, how are you feeling on Friday now that you are about to complete your week? I think I'm at a nine. I'm at a nine too. Good. I feel really good this week. Um, we have to talk more about this next week, but you are so much more at peace with the baby stuff than I thought you would be. It's weird. I had a therapy session on Wednesday with my therapist, a virtual therapy session. And I am seeing only seeing her once a month. Cause it's so funny. I, Jeff left the house while I was doing therapy stuff. He went to go do whatever it is that he was going to do. And, um, he's was, like, what are you going to talk about? Running he was running errands. errands. Um, you make it sound like I was I'm, not going to go. I'm headed I, out to do a drug deal or no, something. No, I just wasn't going to go down that road. Cause I didn't want people judging you for doing whatever errands you had to do. I mailed a package. Yeah. So anyways, whatever, not a big deal. But, um, I, he, before he left, he said, what are you going to talk about? And I was like, well, probably you. And he was like, why me? I'm like, you're literally the only person I've seen in a month and a half. So we have appointments every month. And my therapist, the last time I saw her, it was before our last ultrasound. And I was super nervous because that's where we had, or found out we lost our baby last time. And, um, I just thought this whole pregnancy, I would be a nervous mess of a wreck. And I think Jeff kind of thought the same thing maybe. And when I told my therapist, 
how great I felt and how supported I feel and how positive I feel about this baby. And so certain about it, um, she, her face was shocked. I mean, eyes wide, mouth open, really? And I was like, I know I'm surprised too. I surprised myself. I really do think it is because of the overwhelming support we have. Well, and also don't you think that your body is releasing different types of hormones and different mixtures of adrenaline and, and dopamine and the um, opposite of the chill out amine and all that stuff just to balance you. Cause that's, I don't think it's that. I think it's a combination of people being so kind and supportive and cheerleading me. And I think the other part of it is my body is changing and that feels to me, I mean, it's not like super fun body changes or anything, but it's exciting. You know what I mean? Like I can feel my body doing something. So yeah. it's a hard feeling to describe, but I feel like my body is working. So like working on something like I, I can't feel a baby moving, but I can feel something going on there. You feel stuff moving out of the way for the baby to move right. in. Right. You can just kind of, I just kind of have been feeling like, you know, my body is reacting to being pregnant and that's really exciting. Cause I didn't get that last time I was tired, but, um, it never went really past that. So I feel super grateful for all of the pain in the butt pregnancy stuff, because I just, that's what I feel. I feel overwhelming gratitude. Um, yeah, I'm so, so, so grateful. Thank you for listening to the upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. This is the first show of a brand new month. So we have a brand new show close happening at, at the end. So stick around to the end of the voicemails. The hint that I will give you, because it is the month of May, uh, and we always like to end the show with something kind of inspirational. Yeah. Uh, it's from a commencement address. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Can't wait to hear it. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, this is Kristen. I learned about a kumquat from the movie The Upside. And there is a scene in that movie where the main character is eating like a bowl of yogurt and it has kumquats in it. Um, also, side note, um, your you you were talking the other day about um, Kumoschbeck, which is the German like way of saying that we've like added a few pounds during all of this, and like literally translated, it means grease bacon. And for some reason, I thought that was the funniest thing. Thought I'd share. Thanks. Bye. If you order a skylight frame today, it will be delivered before Mother's Day, which is like a week and a couple days from right now. So listen, a skylight frame is a great gift because it allows the whole family to participate. It's a frame that you give to mom. She puts in her house. It takes her a minute, maybe two, to set up using the touchscreen. All she has to do is connect it to her Wi-Fi network. And then the unique email address to that frame can be given to anyone in the family who then sends pictures to it. And as soon as those pictures go through the email, they pop up on the frame. So mom can have a brand new picture every day, every couple of days, several times a day, just depends on how many you want to send. 
but it will always bring a smile to her face. You can save $10 right now when you go to skylightframe.com slash upside. That's skylight, S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T, frame.com slash upside. You'll get $10 off with the promo code upside, and there's a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't love your skylight, they will give you a full refund. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Christy from Ohio. I am literally, you know, just a few minutes into today's podcast when you said that someone figured out that if you type your address in all caps into the IRS thing, you can figure out how to change your bank information. Oh, my goodness. I got the podcast. I did it right away. And finally, the IRS knew who I was so that I could enter my bank account information because we've owed. And so now they said, I'm going to get my payment. So thank you. This is the best day ever. Hope you guys have a great day. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, so I'm listening to the podcast and you guys are talking about going through your basement and things and wait until baby dollar comes into the picture. You will probably throw out everything of yours and then just start hoarding everything of the babies. I still have kids stuff from when my kids were infants. They were 24 and 22. So I just wanted to share that. I think it's hysterical. Just don't be one of those creepy people that keeps like your baby's first diaper or something because I've heard people do that and it's gross. Keep up the good work. Love the show. Bye. Jeff, I love your segment. Um, three random things. I am a numbers kind of person myself and I love data and I just love that. And then also I wanted to thank you guys for looking at essential workers that are not healthcare workers. And one of those happens to be frontline case workers or social workers like at any child protective services because their job does not stop. They still have to go into homes and investigate and look out for the well-being of vulnerable children and families. And I definitely think about those workers every day. So thank you guys. Love you. Can't wait to hear tomorrow's episode. Hey, Jeff. Um, I've been trying to lose weight, and I just wanted to call and thank you so much for completely ruining grated cheese for me. Uh, Cheese is a real passion of mine, and um, now I can go without it for the rest of my life. Ew! From time to time, you may stumble, fall. You will for sure have questions and you will have doubts about your path. But I know this, if you're willing to find out what makes you come alive, you will be happy, successful, and you will make a difference in the world.